Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a big tech product manager, mathematician, futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every week bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before we go into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and click the like button, subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed. If you're listening on a podcast player, I would love if you left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps more people get to listen to the podcast and raise awareness. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Edition with Addy. You can follow me on Twitter at Edition Pod or at Addy Adewusi. And you can always email me with topics or questions, whether it's about tech news, crypto news, or career advice at editionpod at gmail.com. So that being said, let's get into the market. So it is a green day today. Bitcoin is up 2.72% over the past seven days. It is hovering around 23,345. Ethereum is up 2.8% over the past seven days, hovering around 1,645. The S&P 500 is up 3.27% over the past five days. The NASDAQ is up 5.28% over the past five days. I mentioned last week that earnings are have been coming in. So for the public companies, uh, investors or people who own stocks have a much better idea of how their businesses are being impacted by the quote unquote recession that we're in right now. Uh, so that's, I told you, we're gonna see markets move in you know, one of two directions as opposed to being stagnant. And it looks like markets are going up. And for that, I am grateful, even though there's a lot going on. So let's get into the hot topics in tech. So first, um, I'm just gonna rip the Band-Aid off here and talk about the Robinhood layoffs. So the headline from TechCrunch is, Robinhood plans to cut its headcount by 23% over additional deterioration of the macro environment after laying off 9% of full-time employees in April 2022. So I have a link to the article in the Wall Street Journal. So I will just read from that briefly. So Robinhood Markets, or Hood, which is their ticker symbol, is slashing about 23% of its full-time staff as a flashy online brokerage continues to reel from a sharp slowdown in customer trading activity. The job cuts mark the second round of layoffs this year at Robinhood, which in April reduced its staff about 9%. Together, the two rounds have cut more than 1,000 jobs from the company. The layoffs come alongside a broader company reorganization, Vlad Tenev, Robinhood's chief executive, said in a message posted to the company's blog. In the statement, Mr. Tenev said, the previous round of layoffs in April did not go far enough in helping the company cut costs. Quote from Vlad Tenev, last year we staffed many of our operations functions under the assumption that the heightened retail engagement we had been seeing with those stock and crypto markets in the COVID era would persist into 2022, Mr. Tenev said in the message. In this new environment, we are operating with more staff than appropriate. As CEO, I approved and took responsibility for our ambitious staffing trajectory. This is on me, end quote. So great that the CEO is taking responsibility at the same time. I always get confused when, when leadership 
they take ownership for a decision that affects, you know, in this case for Robinhood, a thousand people's jobs. I never see them stepping down. I always see uh, them cutting the jobs. But regardless, um, the jobs need to be cut. Um, Robinhood's revenues down, its user growth is down, its activity is down, so it makes sense. So this is another victim of the V-shaped recovery that we had in 2020. Um, it looks like there is another V that is the opposite direction going down. Okay, for any folks affected by the Robinhood layoffs, good luck. At this point, most of the big tech companies are in a hiring freeze, including my company. And and I'll get to a story later, but there, long story short, there's way less jobs out there. That being said, I know there's still a ton of companies hiring. TikTok posted recently that they are hiring heavily. Um, so if you're listening and you know companies, large companies that are actively hiring and not affected by this downturn, let me know so I can share it on the podcast. Okay, so next story. Uh, the headline from Tech Meme is An unknown attacker has been emptying Solana and USDC wallets. SoulScan says over 15,000 wallets have been affected, draining 4.46 million, primarily in Sol and USDC. So I'm going to quote from the Decrypt article. An unknown attacker drained thousands of wallets containing at least $4 million worth of Solana and USDC late Tuesday night. The hack, which was still ongoing at 8 p.m. P- PST, Pacific Standard Time, seemed to originate on the Solana browser wallet Phantom and was believed to compromise user keys, possibly involving seed phrases that were reused among wallets on different chains. Over 5,000 Solana wallets have been drained in the past few hours, blockchain audit firm OtterSec reported earlier in the evening. These transactions are being signed by the actual owner, suggesting some sort of private key compromise. According to SoulScan, a total of 15,220 wallets have been affected and a total of 4.46 million in tokens, primarily Sol and USDC, have been robbed. End quote. So I actually do have a phantom wallet and I did log in to check to see if any of my Solana was drained. Um, As you know, most of my crypto is on cold storage, but I had maybe like a dollar worth it was like a dollar fifty cents worth of Solana in my Phantom wallet, and it's still there. Not too much to say here, except I keep telling you guys, please put your crypto on cold storage. Use a ledger or a ledger wallet, honestly, because Trezor had a hack recently. Um, it was a phishing email hack, but still. I definitely recommend not leaving significant sums of money in your MetaMask or your Phantom or any of these exchanges, honestly, because it just carries too much risk. We've seen for months now um, the type of losses that can happen when people store their money on, whether it's a CFI exchange, which is what they're calling centralized finance, um, so basically DeFi, but a centralized company like Celsius um, or wallets, for example, like Phantom or in exchanges. Um, I forget which one was hacked, but you you know the deal for Voyager, Three Arrows Capital, all their money is gone. Okay, so moving on, um, this may not seem relevant. Well, I mean, it's definitely relevant to the podcast, but um, it's it's going to also impact the job market. So 
The headline from TechMeme is, Y Combinator shrinks its summer cohort to nearly 250 companies, down 40% from, it, from 414 in its winter cohort due to the downturn in the economy and the VC environment. So if you don't know what Y Combinator is, it is the premier startup accelerator. Um, basically, if your startup gets accepted into Y Combinator, it has instant clout, instant trust, instant um, you know, recognition, and you get access to several venture capitalists. So it makes sense if there are less VCs investing in Y Combinator startups or startups in general right now because they've either gone out of business, it's been really challenging for them to raise money from LPs or limited partners. They, you know, they, they promise a certain amount of money uh, for companies that are accepted into Y Combinator, and it sounds like they need to pull the tr purse strings on their budget. So let me quote uh, from the TechCrunch article. Y Combinator says it has intentionally shrunk the number of startups within its accelerator for the summer 2022 batch. As first reported by the information and independently verified by TechCrunch, Y Combinator's summer 22 summer 2022 cohort currently in action boasts nearly 250 companies down 40 percent from the previous co cohort which landed at 414 companies y combinators head of communications lindsay amos confirmed the reduction over tech saying the batch is still large relative to the relative to the last five years of batches the s22 which is summer 2022 batch is significantly smaller than our most recent batches this was intentional the statement reads amos said the economic downturn and changes to the venture funding environment caused yc to reduce the number of companies funded between winter 2022 and summer 2022. many investors have argued that pre-seed and seed stage startups the world where y combinator accelerator primarily primarily exists has been immune to macroeconomic tensions because of how removed those stages from late stage valuations. This latest move by YC illustrates that such early stage companies are not immune to the effects of the downturn, end quote. So yeah, so with less Y Combinator companies, that means less startups hiring. So we have a squeeze on the big tech side. We have a squeeze on the startup side. We're, as tech employees, we're in a a hard place right now but as you know many of us are thriving as well so don't let this deter you from doing the work that's needed to break into tech a year from now we're going to be in a very different situation and so use this time for learning training development etc okay so let's get into the career segment so as you all know i'm in week two at google and our edition book club book the first 90 days Hopefully you all are reading that right now, especially if you're about to start a new role. Um, I have links to the book as well as the summary in the show notes. So I'm gonna talk about what I've been focusing on in my second week. So first is R&Rs, which is roles and responsibility. It's really important for me to understand from my manager what my specific roles and responsibilities are. Um, so, because when you're a new person in a company, pe you know, people will throw so many things at you because they've likely been waiting to fill this gap for a while. So it's um, in order to, one, be your best self, do your best work, manage your time effectively, um, align as soon as you can with your manager on what your specific roles and responsibilities are in the different work streams that you have going. Um, also, aligning with your manager on priorities. Um, typically, the first week, they may throw out 
a lot of projects and tasks that you can work on. Um, so I, you know, put all my tasks down, and I'm using Asana right now for my project management. Added the, you know, dates like the due dates that I. You know, imagined and just went through my manager to make sure that I'm aligning, that we're in alignment on what my priorities are and what the due dates are. And then also relationship building and start doing this as soon as possible. Your manager should be telling you who you need to meet with and have a one on one with. So for me, it's all about scheduling meetings with my stakeholders, my teammates maybe different partners that I'm working with cross-functionally, like engineering or, um, you know, product. And also, as soon as you can start building your, your mentor or advisory group, I was able to reach out to some other former Microsofters that um, were at Google and, you know, have one-on-ones with them. And also work friends. Because I'm in the office three days a week, I'm in the office right now, um, you know, Try and bump into someone, getting coffee, you know, say, hey, ask what you're doing, ask them, you know, what they do, things like that, and, you know, ask them if they want to get lunch sometime. So, yeah, so those are three areas that I'm focusing on, roles and responsibilities, getting real, really clear on that, getting really clear on priorities and deadlines and due dates, and building my relationships at the company. Okay, so what am I geeked out about this week? I am geeked out about live music festivals. So if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I was at the Snails concert last weekend, and I really want to go to Burning Man in 2023. I'm speaking it into existence. I actually mentioned it yesterday and found out that one of my coworkers went previously and you know gave me some tips on how to secure a ticket and how to survive in the desert, things like that. Um, it's kind of awkward right now because there's monkeypox and we're still in COVID, but there was just so much energy at the concert and honestly, it's just so much fun. So I, after being, I mean, it's not like I wasn't going out for the past two years um, since COVID, but you know, just now that large festivals, conferences, things like that are coming back, I am so ready to dive in and attend them. So give me recommendations for some festivals. I've been to Electric Zoo in New York. I've been to, honestly, that's the only festival. Um, and I've only been to a few concerts. So obviously I just went to Snails. I've been to Death Cab for Cutie, don't judge me. And and I, th I saw Young Money back in the day, like Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Drake, etc. So give me some recommendations. Okay, I'm almost right at 15 minutes. Thank you so much for watching or listening. And I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye.